0: When you don't have enough courage or insight to know that you have outgrown a situation and it's time to move on,
1: life will move on you. That's Les Brown, and this is The Depression Detox Show. Welcome back to the Depression Detox Show, where we share ideas and stories to help you live a happier life. I'm your host, Malik Josephs. Happy Friday. Thank you so much for tuning in. So we are keeping this week's topic of redirection going with Mr. Motivator himself. And in this clip, he's going to be sharing an unbelievable and inspiring story of courage, resilience and creativity. Here's Les Brown. Enjoy.
0: Marin White said in life, when you don't have enough courage or insight to know that you have outgrown a situation and it's time to move on, life will move on you. And so as you look at yourself, look at your goals and dreams, What are the creative things that you can do right now, that can take your life, that can take your idea, that can take your dream to the next level? Creativity must be nurtured. It must be encouraged. And through the synergy of being around other like-minded people in that mastermind environment, it will stimulate and create and some things will come up for us that we would not know otherwise. When we challenge ourselves, I remember during the time when I had resigned from the Ohio legislature where I was elected for my third term to go back to Miami to take care of my mother. There I was, had to start all over again. The money that I had saved, I did not know that insurance companies have a cap on how much they pay for medical expenses. Ninety-five percent of the people who filed for bankruptcy did so because of medical expenses. And when they would no longer pay the money that I had saved, the medical expenses went through it like it was nothing. And there I was, no college education. I was a former state legislator. You can't transfer from one state to the other. And I had to start all over again, 42. And they said adversity introduces a man to himself. What is your gift? What is your talent? People have been telling me for years what my gift was. And then a fateful day happened. I was doing a multi-level marketing organization. And I went to a person that that person didn't like me and I didn't like them. But we were still in communication with each other. And I said, listen, I want to share with something with you. I want to introduce you to an opportunity. And this person said to me, I'm not listening to you. There you go again. You've got gold in your mouth. You need to use your gift. If you use your gift, you will never, ever need anything else in life. And she walked away. Now, it, I don't know why what she said meant something to me. Maybe because all the other people liked me. But I knew she didn't like me. But if she didn't like me and she still saw my gift, then I said, whoa, I must have a gift when somebody do not like you can see something special in you. <laughs> am I making sense on this? So I'm thinking, what am I going to do? Let us say together, be creative. Be creative. And so... I decided to use my time to fill the space of doing volunteer work in the community, working with young people in Miami. I resigned from Ohio, the Ohio legislature in Columbus, Ohio, went back to Miami, Florida, where I was born and raised in Liberty City in Overtown. And I volunteered at the New Horizons Youth Center. And I came in as a youth leader to volunteer. And while I was in the office of the CEO, the phone rang. And it was a small cubicle, and I could hear the person on the phone. Has that ever happened to you before? And the person said, listen, they're, they're giving out contracts at Dade County Auditorium. You ought to come down and submit a contract to get this money, that at 12 midnight it will be going back to the federal government. Before she can end that conversation, I had left the room and caught a bus downtown to Dade County Auditorium. And I'm walking around, listening to people give their presentations. I'm listening as people from various organizations had written contracts and they submitted submitted those things to the county commissioners and they were getting approval for their contracts. I didn't have a contract. I just got the information, but I was not going to say no to the situation. They asked Bill Gates, who do you fear most? Which one of your competitors do you fear most? You know what he said? I don't fear any of them. I fear two people in a garage somewhere thinking of something that I haven't thought of. (laughs) So I realized that some of that money had my name on it and I had to think of a way to get some of that money that evening. I didn't have time to write a proposal. I was not a known entity in the community as a community organization, but I wasn't going to say no. Let us say together, be courageous. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, I think courage is what is the most important virtue you can have, because if you have the talent, if you have the intelligence, if you have the gift, if you have the ability, but if you don't have the courage to act, if you don't have the courage to confront your fears, as I did for 14 years, I procrastinated. I get angry when I think about it. For 14 years, I ruled this life out for myself because I don't have a college education, because I told myself I wasn't good enough, because I never worked for a major corporation. I came up with all of these excuses because I was a coward. And part of, of, of having courage is the willingness to say yes to life, to say yes. I was reading something on courage that, that Paul Tillich said, and he said, tell, Paul Tillich said, I understand the courage to be as the courage to say yes to life in spite of all the negative elements in human existence, in spite of man's finitude, which means his coming from nothing and going to nothing to die. It takes courage to see in the reality around us and in us something ultimately positive and meaningful and live with it, even love it. Loving life is perhaps the highest form of the courage to be living life. Saying yes to life. And you know, I've never seen a person run into a building that was burning and pull someone out and save them. I've never seen somebody throw themselves in front of a car to push somebody and save their lives. Never seen that kind of courage. But I saw the kind of courage that my mother said when she was asked, would you take these children and raise them? She had a third grade education. She never had any children herself. And she said... Yes, I will. I will do that. And, 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 I, I, and, and, and courage is, is when you lose everything and you don't give up, that you're willing in the middle of the night. Most courageous acts of courage are never witnessed. When you say to yourself, I'm going to make it no matter what, no matter how bad it is, or how bad it gets, I'm going to make it. I'm saying yes to my dream. Say yes. Yes. I'm saying yes to my dream. And so I was thinking, walking back and forth, I decided not to be intimidated by the people that were coming up and making their presentations. I had to think, I had to be creative. I started walking, pacing back and forth, and I went outside to get some fresh air, and I saw a sign that said, drugstore. I said, whoa. Then I heard a voice that said, go in the drugstore. I went in the drugstore, and I was walking around, and I was saying, why am I here? We've all had a moment in our lives. We were at a red light, the light changed, and something said, don't go. And then all of a sudden, pew, a car came through. And you say, whoa. You listen to the voice. Say, listen to the voice. I'm walking around down the aisles, and something said, look to your left, stationary section. And joy, I went there, and and they had typing paper, ream, 500 pages. I said, whoa. And then I saw a folder. I got the paper. I got the folder. I went up to the the counter. I said, hi, I'd like to pay for this lady. Gave me my change, and I said, do you have a rubber band? And she said, yes. And I said, may I, may I your felt pin there. She said, yes. And I wrote on, the, on the, the, the folder, Manila folder, the Les Brown Youth Enrichment Seminar. And I put, put it inside of the folder, and I put a rubber band around it. And I went in, and I put my name down as one of the presenters. And they called my name Les Brown Youth Enrichment Seminar. And so I came up before this group and I said, hi, my name is Les Brown. I'm from Miami originally, and I've been listening to the programs up here for young people, I believe, as you talk about having programs to keep young people busy during the summer, my belief is the real goal is to give them the tools, methods, and techniques to make it through life. And I believe if we can have little league football teams, baseball teams, and basketball teams, then we can have little league dermatologists, cardiologists, and endocrinologists, and my program is designed to do that. As you can see, this is 500 pages, And it would not be cost-effective to duplicate this and give all of you copies of this 500-page document. So I would entertain any questions that you might ask. So they said, Mr. Brown, how much does your program cost? I did not know how to price it. The person before me, their program was $225,000. And I play a card game called Bid Whist, and we say, come high or stay home. And so I said... Three hundred and fifty thousand dollars. They say three hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Yes. Mr. Brown, have you ever done this program before? No, not in terms of the kind of structure that I'm talking about, but I have lived this program, sir. Very good. Mr. Brown, here's what we will do. To start off with, we will give you hundred thousand dollars. Mr. Brown, yes. We will give you $100,000 as start-up costs. I did not answer immediately because I didn't want to speak in unknown tongues. (laughs) (laughs) I said, thank you. I said, go to the treasurer and get a start-up cost of $50,000 for your staff and and supplies. Mr. Brown, yes, go to the treasurer to your left, sir and get the check for $50,000 to start things up. There are other people who come up and present. We're fighting time, sir. Absolutely. I went over there and I was watching, see if anybody followed me. <laughs> 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 they wrote me a check for $50,000. This is documented. When I went out to the elevator, I wouldn't get on the elevator with anybody for fear they might try to rob me. <laughs> So I want to get on the elevator by myself. With the door closed, I said, oh, my God, I can't believe this. Oh, my God. This is unbelievable. I went to a payphone. I called my sister. I said, Margaret, I need you to come get me. I'm downtown at Dane County Auditorium. What are you doing? They gave you a check for $50,000. She said, why? I said, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, I tell you. <laughs> And I was successful. I did the program. It was my first contract. And I was creative and courageous. And I made it happen.
1: <laughs> Big thanks to Les Brown for stopping by. His website is lesbrown.com. You can follow him on Instagram at brown, And check out his latest book entitled You've got to be hungry, the greatness within to win. And I got this clip from the ultimate Les Brown Library, which you can get on audible.com. And I'll have all the links to connect with Les as well as a link to the ultimate Les Brown Library in the show description. And when you get a chance, please follow the show on Spotify podcast, share it or follow the show wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. And that's a wrap for me. I hope you have a great weekend. And I will see you back here one day. So, until then, stay strong. Later.